0: This week's episode of the Living Strong Podcast is brought to you by Spartan Race Canada. I'm so happy I've teamed up with Spartan Race for the podcast because as many of you guys know, the Spartan Race was the first race I ever signed up for and it changed my life dramatically. So we teamed up together for the podcast and I got you guys an amazing discount code on all open heats. The discount is for 30% and it's valid until the end of the year. So this discount code, you can't use it after January 1st. You got to use it before December 31st, 2019. So the discount code is SRCA071, SRCA071, and you'll get 30% off on all your open heats. Sign up to a race, change your life. A-R-U! Welcome back to another episode of the Living Strong Podcast. This week, we sit down with Vanessa Vieira, one of the dopest yoga instructors on the North Shore. We discuss how she got into yoga 13 years ago, why she became a yoga instructor, why yoga has changed her life, and the benefits it brought to her life. We also talk about how she deals with life challenges and how she raised her son to be a healthy and mindful kid. It's an awesome podcast. She's super funny. I hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome to the Living Strong Podcast. Join us every Thursday as we sit down and discuss with your everyday and professional athletes, trainers, and health and fitness experts. Our goal is to inspire and challenge you to become the best version of you that can be. And welcome back to another episode of the Living Strong Podcast. Today, my guest is Vanessa Vieira, a yogi and an amazing person. Vanessa, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So Vanessa, give us a a little bit of a a background on yourself. Uh, Who are you? What do you do? uh, Just tell us about yourself.
1: Um, Well, I'm Vanessa. I'm uh, 32 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I became a mom at 25, which completely changed my life. Um, I'm a Leo. Okay. (laughs) In case we need to talk about (laughs) Leo. I'm um, uh, an entrepreneur. I'm always trying to look for like the next business venture, I guess, in the perspective of yoga and health, of course, yeah. uh, yoga teacher for the last 10 years, yoga student for the last maybe 13 years. Um, sure. I'm really passionate about being active and sweating and just challenging to reach my full potential consistently. Yeah. Sure. Um, what else can I say about myself? Uh, I have a nickname uh, officially as a of Friday called the Cayenne Pepper because I have a little bit of a temper. Funny, eh? As,
2: of
0: Friday. Uh, yeah, as a Friday, this Friday. this is official that this, you know, the rest of the world's gonna know as as, as a Friday,
1: cayenne, guys, pepper.
2: cayenne Pepper.
1: And I thought that was important because you know <laughs> people have this perception that oh, like you know, uh, of course, if if I were if my life was completely different. And I lived like in the Himalayan mountains. Maybe I would be this peaceful monk.
2: <laughs> Probably. But I think we all would.
1: You know, but uh, that's not my reality. <laughs> um, I'm the eldest as well. That I feel like that's an important thing. Uh, we're, we're a family of four. I'm the eldest. Well, family of five technically, but my other brother lives with um, my, my stepmom. Okay. Yeah, if yeah. you want to say, but I'm the eldest of them, um, and I say that with a lot of pride and, and also annoyance, because they always call me, and so if you're listening, my siblings, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much who I am. I I like to keep it light, keep it funny, keep it entertained, and yeah, I cool. think that's a, a little good about me.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> you mentioned uh, yoga, yoga. And being a yoga teacher for 10 years, a yoga student for 13, what led you to yoga 13 years ago?
1: Um, It's interesting. Um, So, you know, there's like that basic story that, oh, yeah, I just got into my yoga class and that's that. But um, there's a deeper story to it. And uh, so trigger warning, (laughs) trigger warning for some audiences that might be sensitive to the information. But Long story short is I was at 18. My dad had passed away. I had a really rough childhood.
2: Um,
1: My dad was addicted to drugs for most of my life. And there was a lot of violence and just a lot of uh, witnessing abuse. Um, And it was hard to be around that environment, of course. And then I dealt with like some abandonment issues because he wasn't always there. Sometimes he was on a bender, Mm -hmm. things like this, right? So when my dad passed away at 18, my whole existence... From like when I can remember was how can I get my dad better how can I get my dad clean yeah so when he passed away my purpose was gone yeah and yes you're dealing with grief uh, I'm 18 I'm the responsible of the funeral plans because he wasn't married he wasn't with anybody mm-hmm. uh, I was at the adult so I had to like you know go through the hardships of choosing my dad's coffin no. and like you know just like really heavy stuff for like, like a an eight, young yeah, an 18, young 18 like year old, yeah. I don't even consider myself a young adult. No, you know, 18, you're a teen. Yeah, you're a like, teen like, you so know. Yeah. So um, that happened. Grieving was heavy and there was just a lot of anger. A lot, a lot of anger. And I went into this like depression state. Okay. And uh, my cousin Pam was extremely worried about me. And she basically with a figure of speech grabbed me by my ear and brought me to my first yoga class. Wow, okay. And I had zero interest of going. Okay. <laughs> I had zero interest of going. I was doing it more to please her because if anybody has suffered from depression, they know that uh, that cloud weighs heavy on the shoulders and everything is a true kick in the butt. Uh, simple tasks uh, are extremely difficult to to manage. So taking a yoga class of like, ugh, no, you know, yeah. but I did it. It was on Moksha Saint Arang, was my first yoga class ever. Uh, we did a community class, which is basically for new teachers that are get that have just gone certified and developing their skills as yeah. teachers. Um, and I remember doing my first posture was child's pose, also known as Balasana. And, I like this one. I get yes.
0: all, the, all the worries. Yes. The, all the worries <laughs> the.
1: <laughs> and I was in that posture, and I remember just hearing the teacher just say like, "Forget about everything." and just pay attention to your breath and Mm. like just certain cues, certain wordings that yoga teachers will use, uh, that I hear all the time now being in it for so long. Mm. But at that time it was fresh. It landed fresh in my mind, fresh in my being. And it literally like, as if I pressed the pause button on all my troubles. And there was a moment, an hour in my day, 60 minutes where I was like, Oh my God, I'm there. Like, this is me. Like, I'm not my grief. I'm not my anger. I'm not an older sister. I'm not anybody. I'm just here on this mat, in this space, in this presence. Mm. And the rest is honestly history. Um, I would say that I didn't walk out with this sense of like, I'm free from my depression, but I walked in with something that I didn't have when I walked in and that was hope. And that was uh, like my warrior spirit, like got sparked up again, you know? Um, So yeah, that's how I fell in love with yoga. It was right. more for my psychology than anything else.
0: That's really really cool. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So it took three years for you to decide that you wanted to start teaching yoga. Mm-hmm. What made you want to do that switch? What made you want to uh, start help teaching yoga? And I'm guessing it also you wanted to help people feel yeah. what you felt on your first yoga class 100
1: million percent um so um i th- i roughly started my studies uh, in 2009 it's actually like officially 10 years that i did like we're, we're a month yeah. of october yeah. so i was studying in 2009 with dr Bali. so before then i was roughly maybe 19 when yoga came into my life and i started studying yoga when i was like 21 so okay. like a good two years later and then by the time i got into teaching one like, It's all like rough. I don't have the exact dates. So finally, um, what had happened, I remember I was 21 going on 22. It was the summer. My parents were on vacation. I was a waitress at the time Um, and working as well, like bar nightcaps. Like I was just like a workaholic. I still sort of am like my grandfather, Portuguese descent, uh, immigrated here with like $10 in his pocket. And that was like, yeah, immigration (laughs) status was like, (laughs) (laughs) like you have to work hard. So that's been like my motto. Like I'm never out of a job. I'm always working and, you know, just trying to make the best in prosperity and abundance. Anyways, long story short, I'm 22 or going on 22. All my friends are like basically, you know, graduating college or CGF or going into university. And I'm like, I have no high school diploma <laughs> and I'm a waitress. What the hell am I doing with my life? So, um, I remember having a conversation at my mom's kitchen table I was taking care of the dogs while my family was out on vacation. And my aunt, my godmother had come over and we we're talking and she's like, so like, what do you think? You know, how's life? You know, the small talk. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, good. You know, I'm just a little bit lost. I have no idea what the hell I'm going to do with my life. Yes. And then she's like, okay, well, what did you make believe when you were a kid? She goes to me. And I said, make believe, like, what do you mean? She's like, well, did you play house? Did you play, like, what did you play? What did you make believe? And she, I was like, well, I used to play school all the time. And she's like, okay. She's like, well, were you the teacher or the student? I'm like, I was the teacher. What are you saying? <laughs> like, my, my baby brother was the student. <laughs> he, he had the the boring role play all the time. Poor kid. <laughs> He's definitely gonna laugh when he hears this. Like, so finally she's like, okay, so why don't you go back to school for to be teacher, you know? And I'm like, oh, and you know me, like I did the research and I've tried going back to school because I did get my equivalent at that yeah. point, right? like I went back to school at the adult ed and it's like, it's not that I don't love learning because I really do love learning, but I guess that academic system is just not made for me. And it's not yeah. made
0: for multiple people. A Even lot. we get pushed into it. It's not the greatest system.
1: Yeah. And I've always been a rebel at heart. That should have been in the about section. Uh, okay. Rebel, rebel at, at heart. heart. Okay. <laughs> so, we'll add that into it. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know if I can, like, you know, I know I can not, I don't know if I can, cause I tried going back to school like three times and I completed what I needed to do, but it was really like a drag. Yes. So I can't imagine doing like three, four five years of yeah, like sure. CJP and then maybe university and all that stuff. So she's like, okay. She's like, fair enough. She's like, well, what do you love? And I'm like, I love yoga. And then it was like a light bulb. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I made a research (laughs) on how to be a yoga teacher. (laughs) So I started to do my research. Um, I was actually going to leave to India. That was like my plan. And I ended up falling in love with my current uh, husband and partner in crime in this life. And we have a child, so I don't regret leaving. I made the right choice. (laughs) Um, But... And, I, and there there actually is no, bud. I, I, but I didn't get to go to India is <laughs> my bud. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, me staying, not only did, you know, I have a great life with my husband and my child, but I got to meet my, my teacher, Dr. Bali, okay. which was born in India and raised, and he brought India here to me. And it was really important for me to find a training that honored the roots of yoga because there's a lot of watered down trainings. Yeah. And I wanted something as close as possible to the holistic healing that yoga can do as it gave to me. Like I wasn't interested in learning how to perfect my downward dog. It's no, like...
0: you're more interested. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get more of the the... the the mind aspect of it, how, yeah. How, what do yoga does to your mind and how. Hundred percent, hundred
1: percent. So yeah. So I guess that's why it took a little longer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's 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 normal to see. like. Uh, you were mentioning the school, and what I find interesting is that. In the academic system, you you said you're you were a rebel, you're against it, but then all of a sudden you take that academic system and you transfer it into a a let's say, call it the yoga school school. Well, all of a sudden you blossom and you become who you are, right? Exactly. So it just shows that. Yes, people should go to school, but not, not to the, like the way I think. They don't have to go to the school that they're being told that they have to go to. Mm-hmm. They have to go to the school that they want to go to. Mm-hmm. And, and once you get like that light bulb and, oh, that's what I want to do, it could be the academic route or, or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. you'll succeed because you understand now you're doing it because you want, not because it's the norm to go do that. Exactly. And that's something a lot of people need to understand because yeah. it's really hard to, to, to figure that out. So what would you say like the benefits of uh, the yoga and teaching and everything? So we spoke about the the depression aspect. but Is there any other benefits that yoga and teaching yoga, especially more on the teaching aspect, uh, did that bring to your life?
1: Oh, wow. That's such a good question. Um, So yoga in the beginning, like, of course, as I've mentioned, really helped with my emotional body, my psychological body, and finding peace with the internal warfare and chaos that I was living at the time. Um, What is teaching given to me is actually insane because there's been times that I've been dealing with extreme personal challenge with all the tools of yoga. Where I can say that my post-traumatic stress that I didn't deal with when I was a kid came out full throttle as an adult, um, which was super intense. That was in 2015 and it lasted until 2016. So I'm already a mom. Mm. I'm this like renowned, you know, community yoga teacher and I'm losing, (laughs) can I swear, my fucking mind, (laughs) Okay, (laughs) losing my shit. So finally, um, what teaching did to me in those in that moment was it 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 didn't give me any choice to be present, because in my yoga practice my mind can wander, yeah, and I can yes use my my breath to bring me back, and it was like okay you have this like sort of tennis match and yeah. back and forth, but teaching you cannot and you have to be, to be in the game one hundred percent in there because you are holding space for those people 23 people that in that room and even though that i was going through crazy um internal warfare again as like a grown adult as a woman as you know having all the tools to help me go through like what i was going through um teaching allowed me not only to be present but i use those hardships and I, I, I killed my classes like my classes were dope like I don't say that stuff very often because I'm a humble person but I, I will allow myself to toot my horn yeah. because I use it as fuel yeah, and the true. students really felt that and that's why my classes were popping during yeah. that time you know um, it gives me energy you know, yeah, well,
0: that's it's the fire. It's the fire that's inside you that gives you the most. energy Yeah, right? so,
1: it gives me energy. Like, let's say, um, you know, I'd be tired. I sometimes like any job, man. You can walk in your like. I love teaching yoga. This is my passion. This is my life. Like, I'm yeah. gonna do this until I croak. You know what I mean? But like, sometimes my my feet are heavy to yeah. get to work. I'm tired. Yeah, you know? of course. Uh, I'm a mom that takes a lot of my energy. But sometimes I walk in there and those students' energy is collective it's like we're feeding off of each other and it's just it's it's insane like so it's given me a lot of presence it's given me a lot of energy um it's given me a lot of growth and it's taught me also boundaries because um you know students sometimes will you know i love all my students but students sometimes will latch on to you because they feel comfortable with you and they'll they'll like you know load their 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 stuff that they're going through with you right um and I'm not really good with boundaries in the sense where it's not that I don't have respect for myself. It's just that my heart is too big. Yeah. Like I want to help, help everyone. Yeah.
0: Well, I want to help everyone. So Do I'm going to get through I mean? a podcast. It's easier.
1: <laughs> here, listen, <laughs> and. <laughs> listen and get some tools yeah. here. So yeah, but it's taught me to be like, Hey, like I, I really wish we could have this conversation, but I really got to go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It
0: taught you to set up somewhat of a, a boundary and, and yeah. to split that up, which is you you need to, because if you always, if every, yeah if you give too much after you're giving everything
1: yeah out, and i've learned that by being so giving 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 and then whoa i'm burning out here yeah, So no, it's sure. taught me that as well like yes. you know yeah
0: we spoke about how the yoga helped with the depression how yes. the yoga helped with when you had that that year of craziness how else do you find that the yoga helps and and being healthy helps with challenging life Life's challenges. So, oh, this not is challenging life. Life's
2: challenges.
1: Yes, this is a, a very good question, and it follows like basic in like some yoga philosophy. Is that oh, nice. with a healthy body comes a healthy mind?
2: Okay.
1: With an unhealthy body comes an unhealthy mind. If your body is strong, your mind is strong. If your body is flexible, your mind's flexible. Hmm. Um, if you carry anger in the body, then your mind will be disturbed. So it's taught me to be more aware of my body on a physiological level. So what does the emotion of anger do to my body? What I've noticed, because I've studied it, because I set up my cayenne pepper,
2: mm.
1: my fists tense up and I clenched my jaw. Oh wow. So before I react to anger, this is my physiological response. It's like a, and like, I sort of do this. Yeah. Like I have like these permanent wrinkles taking <laughs> place here. I'm like, I'm questioning whether <laughs> I need to get some botox done. <laughs> This is all my anger anger years of when I was a kid, but um, all to say is that, so anger, if we're using anger as as an emotion, um, Ikortoli, the one that wrote uh, The Power of Now and The New Earth, said that anger is actually the best emotion to reach enlightenment. Because in the emotion of anger, you don't have a lot of time before you react. It's that emotion that is the quickest and the hardest to manage, right? So by observing your emotions, for so example, when you feel sadness, where is the sadness feel in your body? You know,
2: yeah.
1: where is your anger feel in your body? Where do you feel worry in your body? Where do you feel fear in your body? So if I use again, back to anger, I would observe before my pop off, there would be a change in my eyes, clenching of the jaw and of the fists and a contraction of my yeah. muscles in that maybe split second after it's rather i'm going to react
2: or, or i'm aware back. of it yeah,
1: and, and right. i take a step back yeah. and the thing that i would say to really challenge that reaction is that when i would observe it and i'd have very little window to observe it i would then repeat in my mind i choose to be peaceful mm. so you're just like canceling out and then i would repeat that like a million like times a
2: yeah
1: exactly like a mantra affirmation and honestly that's what sort of yoga has helped me with. Like it's helped me a lot with how to compose because anger was my issue, yeah. you know?
0: But well, with the stories that you're telling us about your, 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 the way you were growing up and all that. It's anger, normal. It's normal to have that as, a, as <laughs> yeah.
1: an Yeah, but it's normal. And anger is like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people, they, they put this whole taboo and we don't talk about it enough. And I think that's why I'm taking this moment to put this out because I know I'm not the only person that that has dealt with anger and there's a taboo around that emotion because it's like oh no you can't be angry it's very negative you know mm-hmm. but it's the, the emotion of anger is trying to teach you something it's trying to tell you something what's wrong is reacting what's wrong is the violence that that anger can create but it's not really anger that's creating it it's just how we're dealing with that yeah. emotion you know so yoga has helped me through understanding myself a little bit better of you know, okay, what is my physiological response before this reaction? It helps me introspect. It helps me question. It's like this self study, yeah. you know, a consistent self study. So I would That's say it's really, that. Really cool. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so
0: you mentioned also being a mom, having a son. You said did uh, you mention he's seven years old? Yeah. So how do you now knowing everything that you went through in your life? How do you set up and raise your son to be healthy, to be active, to to have? That mind and body connection. Like, you start. Did did you start teaching him that, or you wanted to learn that on his own?
1: Um, Communication and leading by example. Hmm. So, you know, sometimes. Um, I'd, I'd want to go train at the gym because weight training became also integrated in my life okay, due cool. to an injury in 2016, around that same time. yeah, I had t- uh, micro tears of my groin and uh, it's a really interesting injury because it, it goes and affects three different muscle groups, my oh, hamstring, sure. my adductor, and my groin area. So it's like, like it's at the attachment. Yeah, right? yeah. It's so the really from, yeah. complicated injury okay, and it's micro tears it's not a huge huge thing and it's re- like it's repaired like obviously the tissues reconnected and all that stuff but the yoga wasn't actually helping that
0: no because the yoga it was, was stretching. So stretching it yeah. yeah
1: and i needed weight training to to, to strengthen exactly so weight training became in my life and that was like amazing and then integrating both worlds was just like yeah. whoa yeah like mind blown because I was a beast in the gym because my alignment my body because the yoga taught me so much about my body and my awareness of my alignment so like deadlifts you would see trainers trying to explain me and then I do and they're like wow (laughs) I've never seen somebody do that so fast so effortless so anyways um yeah so weight training came into my life so you know let's say if I wanted to go to the gym and I had like let's say no one to take care of my son well why am I gonna not go to the gym so i would just bring rain with me hmm. and sometimes he would run with me sometimes yeah. he would jump over things with me like i so i'd create a circuit for myself and really create a circuit for him. him that's really cool um for the yoga though rain was zero interested in yoga up until now oh yeah yeah and i think it's because he sort of resented the yoga because <laughs> that's what took mommy away yeah. like where are you going oh I'll teach yoga so every time i'd be like hey you want to do yoga he's like no <laughs> you know like straight out no <laughs> And I would not force that. So uh, we found things that he was interested in, which was Kung Fu, because he's obsessed with Batman, and Batman studied Kung Fu, Uh, and he's obsessed with the Ninja Turtles, and them as well as Kung Fu, Um, and then Avatar, The Last Airbender, so there's different martial arts there, so So martial arts has the integration of of meditation and spirituality, and I found him a school, which is the White Crane uh, Kung Fu lineage, which is quite traditional i'm really happy about that uh the sifu is like directly like approved by the family
2: well
1: yeah it's like it's not like watered down which again is super important to honor the roots roots of of where that comes from just like how yoga was important for me to find uh, the roots in in a guruji in a, a swami um putting that aside so yeah i started to meditate and then watching certain shows like the ninja turtles hey like and when you would see them meditating in the show like hey bud look splinter look what he's doing he's meditating you know last I look 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 at i I, yeah yeah, he's meditating (laughs) so just like planting seeds yeah and then up until recently i did teach at his daycare though i taught at his daycare yoga yeah 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 so he was really cool it was really cool to do yoga then because i was the only mom coming into the daycare yeah. and it was his mom yeah so my mom's teaching yoga to everybody so he wasn't the best student though <laughs> he was not a good example lead bike, he, no 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 he would stay in the corner he's like, oh, like that's my boss. not it's do fine. what he's supposed to or he'd climb on me while i'm doing things i'm like kid what are you doing <laughs> and then asking me mommy and i'm like no <laughs> So he was definitely not the best student um, then this summer. I think what actually broke the ice is this summer. Uh, he loves basketball. Okay. So I'm really just like letting rain lead the way. And both of us are very active Lex and I like my husband and I like uh, nutrition is important. Yes. We, we fall off the map. Like everybody does, yeah. yeah. But nutrition and just like really leading by example. So eating healthy, moving, taking walks, going for bike rides, but really listening to Rain's cues and what he was interested in and just like propel him towards exactly. those things. Right. Um, but I think what cut uh, or broke the ice for Rain to be really more interested into the yoga was this summer at his basketball camp. So he loves basketball, as I mentioned, and he had a basketball camp the coach had asked me to go teach uh, the groups of yeah. uh, different age groups of the kids. And I said, of course, um and i had a pep talk with rain because the last time i taught him yoga he was not a good student so i'm like okay rain like i love you bud you are my favorite boy in the whole wide world but you cannot look at me like i'm your mommy like you have to look at me like a teacher you have to be quiet you have to do what i ask and stay on your mat and he killed it like he was excellent and even asked me like so mommy, how was that like you're amazing (laughs) you know and now he wants to meditate every morning cool. and he That's wants really to do cool. yoga with me and yeah he's just like naturally interested um but communication i think is really key talking to your, yeah. your children um, you know, I'm not a perfect mom, and I'm, I'm I'm gonna make mistakes. And when I do make mistakes, I talk to Rain about it. Uh, when I get impatient, I I can I explain him how I'm feeling. You know, mm. not just like oh, I popped off because this is this, this happened. like yeah. so you know, right now, mommy's feeling. You know, really frustrated because I didn't get time for myself. I didn't get to to work out. It's building up, and I'm really sorry. Or like, you know, yeah. Just, you
0: you make him understand. Yeah. What's what's also good about that is that <clears throat> doing that at a young age, when he gets and in, in older in, in life, and he starts feeling these aspects, he's going to be able to communicate them a lot better than just turning around and walking away yeah. or, or whatever the case is.
1: I feel like his um, emotional intelligence yeah. is, is really. For, it
0: must be for at, at, at his age and already that you and your husband are, are showing him all this and, and giving him and communicating with him yeah. and all that, it must be at a skyrocket level for a young boy.
2: <laughs> you were
0: talking about your son and you mentioned his name is Rain. Why Rain? <laughs> it's a crazy name. I love it. <laughs>
1: Thank so you so much. It's
0: a really cool name. So I'm, I'm curious why you decided to name his um, son Rain.
1: So when I felt pregnant, uh, Lex and I, we, we, we were in St. Martin on vacation and we looked at each other. We're only dating for two years too, but Lex and I, we've known each other since we're kids. So yeah. somebody I know for a long time and um, we we're dating for two years and we were on this vacation. Maybe it was the sun, maybe it was the alcohol. <laughs> we look at each other and we're Everything like, both. yeah. <laughs> we look at each other and we're like, you know, like it'd be nice, like. To, because there was like a couple with a baby there, yeah. you know? And I'm like, ah, oh, I would have a baby with you. And then he's like, Oh, I would have a baby with you. And I'm like, okay, let's make a baby. <laughs> so <laughs> Rain comes along seven months later because we weren't doing the whole like it's time yeah. to like do it. You know, we're just sort of letting nature take its yeah. course. Um baby comes along, and well, baby comes along, I'm pregnant, and we're thinking of names. We don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet, right? Yeah. So we wanted an element. Of the earth okay so for girls we had a full list Yeah, for sure boys this is so, really hard it is
0: <laughs> I, i'm thinking of it out
1: like there was i remember cloud came i'm like cloud it sounds like Claude. <laughs> and then there was stone i'm like no nah, kids are gonna be like you're stone <laughs> like i'm like no nah. you know there was just so it was so hard yeah. to find a name uh then we thought of sky sky i really liked but i really wanted it for a girl because the middle name that we had would match really really yeah. well um yeah so we were there uh thinking about names and then rain came along and i wasn't a fan i was like rain really it reminds me of like gray days and like lex is like yeah but there's places in the world that they're like super praying for rain like it's drought, like places in africa that yeah. like that need <clears throat> the rain you know what i mean yeah so i'm like okay but ah. Uh,
0: yeah, we'll put it on we'll, the side. We'll put it at. With, yeah. Like, I'm
1: not sure yet. Time goes on. Um, we have a list of boys because now we find it's, find out it's a boy, but okay, so. it's not necessarily elements of the earth like what we wanted. Because okay. we really wanted to honor the earth by naming our child yeah. an element of the earth. So finally, um, we found out when we were pregnant that it, w- it was raining in Florida. It was a drizzly day.
2: Okay.
1: When we found out he was a boy, it was raining. Wow the first baby stuff, the crib, and then we brought into the house. It was a sunny, beautiful, gorgeous summer day, not a cloud in the sky. We drive, get the stuff, park the car. Like literally, we just had enough time to put the car in park. It starts pouring rain. Like I can't, like legit, you were trapped in the car. Because if you knew that it yeah, you got out, you're soaked. You're soaked. It yeah. was like one of those Crazy just raids, rainfall yeah. out of nowhere. But clear sky. Like, it was just yeah,
2: like, I, know, no I, I can picture it, yeah.
1: Like, those, like, summer showers, yeah, yeah. you know? But then it was like a rainbow came out, you know? It was really interesting. So, Lex made a joke. He's like, well, he clearly wants his name to be Rain. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm like, well, if it's raining on the day of his birth, yeah. then okay, fine. You know, because I still wasn't convinced. Yeah. I remember talking to my mom about the idea names, and she was like, ah, oh, Rain, you know, in Quebec, they're going to say, hey, and, like, it's not going to – I'm like, mom, like, it doesn't matter. My yeah. name is Vanessa, and they say Vanessa. Yeah, Like, exactly, it doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah, but...
0: My name is Jaluka. You know you want to, start, to... <laughs> <laughs> you start calling
2: me.
1: So, like, it doesn't matter, mom. They're, they're going to stay with their accent regardless, <laughs> yeah. you know? She's like, oh, okay, whatever. So Rain was born. And Lex was like, okay, we, we'll, we'll name him Zylo, babe. We'll name him Zylo because that was another name that, mm. that picked up. I'm like, look, babe, we have 30 days to submit the papers. Let's think about this, yeah. <laughs> you know? Let's take the 30 days to think about it. And then um, my mom's at the, the birthing center. Um, I had my b- baby boy naturally. Mm. And uh, she's at the breathing center and she's just looking at him and she's pulling this whole like grandma typical thing like, oh, you look like a little raindrop. Oh, you look like a little raindrop. And she's just saying that over and over again. And I'm exhausted. But I'm looking at her, I'm like, okay, it's raining. <laughs> I just knock it off. And you know what? That boy, okay, brought so much abundance. Like, I remember I lost my job when I was five months pregnant. Like, I'd opened up a yoga studio. I sort of got screwed. There, like, big yeah. lesson learned there. Um, we were, like, tight financially. Mm-hmm. And that kid, before he came, stepped into his, like, life into his world, brought everything that he needed. I barely bought anything for my kid when he was born. Everything was given, yeah. bought. It was insane. But he also brought the rainstorm because he has a character. <laughs> <laughs> the apple does not that's fall far from, from the tree. tree. That's for
2: truth. Sure. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: He's definitely his name. It really cool. is. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's a really interesting
0: name. I, I okay. like when people have <clears throat> uh, name their kids like different. That's not uh, so you like.
2: So
1: typical. Typical, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, I don't think there's another kid named
1: Rain out
0: there. No. There, if there is, maybe, but not in Montreal. That's for sure.
1: Everybody remembers or Quebec, who Rain. Is. Say, yeah. Like everybody, and it's really spelt like the Rain. Yeah, like it's not air. Really
0: cool. Yeah, it's it's Rain. You no. know. Yeah, it's funny. So you mentioned uh, while well, you uh, you were pregnant, you had a business that failed and all that. Uh, but I know you're still an entrepreneur. What kind of businesses are you running other than being a yoga teacher or instructor uh, that you're doing currently?
1: So I have two businesses, okay. my own, which is what manages my contracts, my yoga classes and all that stuff. Yeah. So uh-
0: Side-on on that. Yeah. How does that work? So you work at multiple studios or yes. you work at one studio?
1: So I work at multiple studios. Before, in, in my beginning years of teaching, I was exclusive to a studio, meaning all my yoga class, I call it a basket, was all in one basket. Mm-hmm. But things didn't end well, and I went from a lot of eggs in one basket to absolutely nothing left yeah. in my basket. Um, so when that happened, I wasn't a mother. It wasn't the end of the world. Cause yeah. I was like, okay, I'll just find <laughs> something else. Yeah, right. Easy. That's when I went in my business venture and opened up my own place, okay. which I ended up sort of being screwed over by that person. But I was young and naive and I did things without like papers and yeah, all that you stuff. You learned
0: from those lessons, right? So-
1: totally learned lessons. Uh, so now because I have a boy, because I'm an independent worker, because I have no protection if yeah, yes, a is. studio closes down, if uh, things don't work mm. out, or whatever, whatever possible contributing factors that I can lose a job, I need to make sure that I'm not going from like 15 to zero. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my rule is that I drop eggs a little bit everywhere in yeah. different baskets. So um Yoga Lounge Montreal is a studio I've been working for four years. That's in St. Leonard. Um, I teach three classes currently per week over there. Uh, Yoga Tonic is in St. Therese. I've been working there roughly for two years, almost three now. Okay. Yeah, wow. Wow, that time flies. I think it's like going on three. Um, So Yoga Tonic, I have six classes, I think. So there's two, four, five, actually like six to nine or six to eight classes a week over there. That's my highest like, out the, of the, the,
2: the yeah, kitchen, out of the bunch, like, the baskets,
1: yeah, out of the baskets. So you have of <laughs> they have a lot of eggs, they have a lot of eggs. And I remember talking to the owner, I told her, I was like, I don't give this many classes to a studio, so <laughs> yeah. like. But because it's the closest to my North Shore community, yeah. Um, Cause Saint Leonard is a little far for yeah. people that are in Laval.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: So yeah, so you want to
0: keep your the community. Together.
1: Yeah, like I've I've taught always here, primarily in Laval and the North Shore community, right? Yeah. Um, but I do have my community, my people in St. Leo. Sure. Yeah, um, and then I work at another uh, a gym, Extreme Evolution, only uh, yeah. really twice a week, um, which is nice because I get to train there. Yeah, that's for awesome. Sure. Um, they have amazing classes and all that stuff. And then the rest is all contract work. So I work at schools.
2: Okay.
1: I work at corporates like Desjardins or oh, L'Amour. Really cool. I work with At Youth Risk. Okay, uh, that's with
2: really interesting.
1: The Here to Be Foundation Very through nice. Lululemon. Uh, it's the Yoga Lo- a Yoga Mala Foundation that supports me.
2: Okay.
1: So it's a non and they pay teachers to work at, you know, unprivileged, underserved communities.
2: That's really
1: cool. uh, I've been doing that for three years a little bit more than three years too and then another contract would be like Jeune au Travail, which is like sort of like ai don't want to say a halfway house because that's not how i should explain it but yeah. um it's like a place where kids are coming from maybe rehab centers uh group homes yeah. um you know juvenile uh, detention and it's a way for them to get integrated back into society yeah. so a lot of them will have mental health issues and stuff like this so um that's how my individual work sure. yeah. works um and i don't usually need to look for contracts and then there's privates as well yeah, there's course. privates and workshops and yeah. all that stuff so that's me that's vanessa V R business the next business that i that i have i'm so proud of and it gets me super excited is a boha retreat mm. um so offering international retreats uh and as well local um but aiming international retreats with my partner sarah um it's been a year that we've been doing that business we've already already been to mexico twice
2: nice
1: um we're going to ecuador we have our north retreat happening mm. nicaragua in january Bali in wow. april and then back to mexico in november wow and then europe and so many that's so really many cool. destinations
2: that's really cool for
1: sure <laughs> yeah
0: it's it's a i like the the, the whole retreat aspect because it's not just the the yoga itself, right? It's the whole experience. The whole experience, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really, really cool. And what what led you to uh, wanting to do these retreats?
1: Um it's funny because when I became a yoga teacher, okay, so the dream was become the yoga teacher. Yeah. I became the yoga teacher. Then the dream was open the studio. Then I opened up the studio, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not my dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This and
2: awesome.
1: that's why I never strive to open up a studio. There's a lot of people that are like, why don't you open your own place? I'm like, no, it's I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good than that. Yeah. Some, some I'm days. good. Um, and I always wanted to be an international yoga teacher. I had no idea how I was going to do it. Uh, but I knew that I had something more to offer than just like a 75 minute yoga class. And I, the, the, yeah, I have this, but it's still not like I have many projects that I have in mind. Um, but yeah, so I remember my, my partner, Sarah, I know her because she was a student of mine at a studio that I used to work at and she became a teacher long story short, She would always call me up when she needed a replacement or that she had a contract, Mm. but this is rare. People don't do that in the yoga community. No, No, not really. It's like, you know, it's like low key, not that peace and love. I I don't want to shit on my, like my pigs right now, but I'm going to be real and authentic. And yes, there's a lot of love, but then there's also a lot of shadow. Okay. And like some shadiness there that we don't really talk about. it. Yeah. yeah, nobody really talks about it. Okay, cool. And I'm probably going to get some enemies after this conversation. Do you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> and we don't need to really highlight that part. No, we won't. But, you know, we'll it's really away. rare. It happens. Yeah. But it's rare. Rare. Because that person that got that contract that pays good money, that maybe is going on vacation, doesn't necessarily want to be replaced so put them on hold
0: yeah, of course. Do you know yeah, yeah and then like I'll be, back this yeah, I'll be back this day to do it exactly they, don't they can it. do that yes yeah, they don't want to lose can. the contract
1: but sarah would always call me it's like look yeah. i know you're always busy but like because i really am always busy in my book honestly i would always say no because i was i'm always overbooked yeah you know and but she would always call me and i found that super interesting i'm like wow this chick is legit like yeah, you sure. know so uh, finally, uh, she had how it really like sparked how it started. Um, she had a contract um, for a group uh, team building type thing in a chalet, and she wanted to do like acro yoga. So she taught, she asked me, she's like, "Hey, uh, would you be interested in, t- in leading this with me? I can teach the acro yoga part because she has more experience yeah. in that. You can maybe teach like the warm up, like, and we just combine everything." I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So she's like, "I'll drive. We'll split the money. Perfect." We had time to converse and yeah. also see how we work together, yeah, right? Of course. And I love how Sarah and I, like, our dynamic is that we're very easygoing people. But, like, when it's time, it's time. Like, it's yeah, just yeah. like, pff- Absolutely. like it let's do it but we can like procrastinate but then it's like yeah. and i love that because i'm not a perfectionist like i am low-key but i'm not at the same time and i don't like over preparation like mm. over preparation for me is like it's too much i like things yeah, to just you're, you're
0: the same thing like me yeah, yeah i'm not a perfectionist but i'm a perfectionist yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so finally um we do this thing this event together it's all good we're at our house we're in her hammock and she's like, "Hey, this is last year." She's like, "Would you be down to do a yoga retreat in Nicaragua?" Fuck yeah! <laughs> I look at her, and we're we're both there in our hammock, like you know, she's in hers. I mean, I'm, I'm like, it was like a split second of silence, yeah. and I'm just rocking, like I want a visual, you know? And I look at her and I'm like, "Why not?" <laughs> just like, "Why not?" so we set it up uh, she tells me about Nicaragua she lived there for six months wow. at this hostel the hostel is free spirit which is owned by Quebecois uh, men uh, she's telling me about it okay we sold that retreat out in 12 hours we we it yeah, just, and
0: you, when you sold that retreat in 12 hours <clears throat> was it all local people that you guys knew or yeah. you, okay cool. most that, most of the really people cool. was that, local at least the locals are are your your clients and all that your, yeah. your students are Persuading you to to keep on doing that. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then we had to go through this whole hardship because the the country last year went through a civil war. Yeah. So we had to deal with managing changing another location, like managing some like some challenges, you know. And we did it and it was amazing and we learned so many things. And I'm so proud of how far we've come in such little time and how professional our things look now, like the website, it is. It the emails. Is. I like, at
0: it, even the Instagram, like everything. No, I'm going to show
1: you the emails. You yeah. didn't see the emails. Yeah. You know, the emails are nice. <laughs> I worked really hard on those emails, <laughs> you know? So yeah, and, and it's crazy because Sarah didn't know that that was my dream until our last retreat in Mexico, and she did a toast, and she, her toast was how she felt so honored that a senior teacher like myself wanted to build this business with her. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool
0: that she was your student too right like the fact that it's like
2: it's so
1: pretty. it's crazy
0: it's crazy it's like the oh man it's just the, the way it's like it's, it's, mind-blowing, it's right? mind-blowing that the student and now a teacher together they yeah. built such a, a crazy but person. she
1: brings a lot of like imp- uh, expertise that i don't have like travel i haven't traveled that much but mm. sarah's been to bali alone nicaragua alone thailand like she's yeah. just
0: well like, she probably had you had the, I
1: had a child exactly. so it's just a different reality but then I had that's, like that's a lot what,
0: of but yeah. that's what that's what that's what probably brings a business to that, the really, really together Because she has that experience that you don't have and she you have that experience that she doesn't have yeah so and when it's you combine just, that it's like a mind-blowing like, yeah it's just
2: that's really really yeah. cool really
0: really cool yeah and uh so you met so you said you have um a couple this uh this year that's coming up what are where are they again
1: um, so, the next one in like 20, I'm leaving in 22 days, is in Ecuador. Nice.
2: Beautiful.
1: Uh, Ecuador and Guayaquil, which is uh, more on the Pacific side.
2: Okay.
1: Then you have January, end of January, is uh, Nicaragua in El Transito. It's like this village, uh, fisherman village. Yes. Uh, on, again, on the Pacific side. Okay. Uh, then, Bali is end of April. We're going to Uluwatu, okay. which is in a peninsula. Super hype about nice. that. Yeah.
2: Yes
1: and That's then we're going awesome. back oh yeah and then we're going back to mexico i don't remember exactly the dates i think they're up on the website but it's november i just don't know what exactly uh, the dates 2020 uh back to puerto escondido is where we did our two uh, retreats in mexico we just love it there it's like cool. it's not uh over touristic you have tourism for surfing because it's really popular for surfing yeah. But it's not like you don't have all-inclusive hotels No, there. for sure. For so sure. it's like, it's not. But like, that's why
0: you want to do a retreat. You want to be around that, right? Yeah.
1: Us, our destinations have to be affordable to rent because we don't want to charge an arm in the leg. Like sure. our philosophy, Sarah and I, is if we cannot afford our own retreat, we don't do it.
2: That's a smart idea. Right? Like Ecuador,
1: like, we were supposed to go to Costa Rica, yeah. but Costa Rica was too expensive. Like because it's a hot destination for yoga retreats, they're like, Nah, yeah. and like things that were in our budget we couldn't rent out the whole hostel so, yeah. and like no like i don't want to be charging people 2,500 plus no, they have to sure. get their plane ticket like no. no i'm sorry like if they're an independent worker like me that yeah. week vacation is unpaid
0: exactly so
1: it's like you have to you consider so your of, salary yeah, so think as of
0: well you do stuff like yeah that. and well, your retreats last how long about a week well, there's which-
1: seven days but we always have the place for nine days just to facilitate departure and arrival so, it's like you're not arriving when the retreat starts. You're yeah, arriving day the day two. before. Yeah. So, basically, nothing is included in that day. It's just your stay. So, yeah. you have a place to stay, but your food is at your own expense. You could also
0: explore a bit that day if you come yes. a bit earlier.
1: Exactly. And the that's same cool. thing for like departure. We have it like, well, let's say the retreat ends on the Saturday. You can leave on the Sunday.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah. So, we've learned a lot about you in the past. <laughs> I would say fifty minutes, hour. I'm not sure anymore. It's not bad. Eh? It's really awesome. And <laughs> uh, really, really cool. Uh, like your your story too, the how you got into yoga and what made you want to become a teacher and all that. It's really, really interesting. So I have a question for you. Do you have any future goals? So I know you said that with the retreat and your own business, but what are these goals? Do you have anything in the next coming years that you say, okay, I want this done by? Uh,
1: and the yeah like. there's there's one and i'm like oh my god do i say it because oh. then it becomes real yeah, yeah. I said,
0: <laughs> like uh, the the episodes going live on thursday and i told macklin that I, i've never i'm a runner but i've never run a half marathon and I told Macklin that I'm gonna be at the the Hangover Half on January first. Oh, so on, that's on, legit. So like that's legit. Like it's in my calendar legit because I have no choice. Yeah, yeah, because he said it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> oh man, I feel your man. <laughs> I feel nervous. <laughs> um, well, future goals? Uh, yoga related?
0: Yoga. family, related? Life related? Any?
1: I want a second baby. Oh, nice. That's, that's definitely a goal. That's a goal? Okay. <laughs> that's a goal. I like how you
0: have that as a goal. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it too because it's already calculated for my business. Yeah. I have a lineup of teachers to replace there me. If go. I can't make a, a retreat, it's all good. Um, but yeah, so that's definitely a goal of mine. I want I want my son to experience having a sibling yes. and, and being no, an older brother.
2: Coming from family of four. Uh,
1: yeah, do you know what I mean? So... Um, the next goal that I have now, when I became a yoga teacher, I said that I wanted to be a teacher of four teachers. Teacher. Of four, four teachers. teachers. Oh, a so teacher for four teachers. teachers. I said a four, but yeah, four teachers. Four teachers. I like that. So um, to certify people that want to become yoga teachers. Okay. Um, I the reason why I didn't create that because I could have created it already at this point with my experience and all that stuff. Um, is that I felt that it was, not that it was unfair, but nor that it was unloyal because I don't want to disrespect other people that decided to do the, a, a teacher training or create a teacher training, you know, maybe after four years of teaching yeah. yoga. I just wanted to, like, I come from a traditional lineage, if you want to say, yeah. like Dr. Bally is like, it's... it's By the book. It's, yeah, you more can less, say more yeah. or less by the book, uh, but it's therapeutic. It's like the whole like aspect of devotion and if you look at yoga in in per se and how things got passed on it was like you had to study with that teacher for a really long time before he was like okay you're blessed go go and do it you know so i i guess i put that sort of pressure on myself to be like i need to devote 10 years because there's a teacher in the community that said that after 10 years you become a master so apparently by january i'm a master although i do not consider myself a master
0: but it um, is true that it takes 10 years to master
1: something yeah <clears throat> That's so, a lot
0: of people have told me that
1: yeah so, so i i guess i'm going into the the, the master level <laughs> um which is like i i can't even take that shit seriously <laughs> Um, because I still have so much to learn. There's so much, so much to learn. And yoga is a science, the body's a science. And like any science, it's always changing, yeah. you know, it's always evolving. Um, but I would really like to create through the Boha, not necessarily a yoga teacher training, but maybe a movement yeah. teacher training. So combining, of course, yoga, which is going to be a principal style of movement. But at this point, I want to already have my PT training, so that's another goal. Personal trainer,
2: nice. Um,
1: For my own education, and refining my skill. Um, I guess like the second, yeah. First goal is have you know the baby. It doesn't matter what order is coming. These are the. The second goal is eventually create my teacher training, which is it's not a near time goal. I would say still in a yeah. It's going to happen when it's going to happen. Yeah.
2: That right. Timing I think it's right.
1: Yeah. Cause I'm still like, I'm still on edge with it. I'm still uncertain with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I think my uncertainty is not that my uncertainty with myself and my capability. It's more that there's so many teacher trainings. Yeah. Like, Do we really need another teacher training? <laughs> it's like, is, is my contemplation uh, mm. with that.
0: But that's why if you do it, you do it in a way that
1: is different. And else. I think that before that, is born uh there's certain uh, certifications and studies which would be my third goal okay. uh, to continue my education pt um finish my reiki so i can have master level in my reiki um and i want to do thai yoga massage as well nice there's a couple of things
0: cool yeah. cool so some more learning
1: yeah lots of learning
0: from not being a rebel in the school system, <laughs> to learning a lot more you see how how certain being healthy and fit and in your mind right Makes you want to learn low key. You, I'm those, a geek
1: now, yeah. <laughs>
0: low key, exactly. That's really, really cool. So, what we usually do uh, when we wrap up the show on Living Strong is we ask the guests for three tips that could help someone better their life, uh, put them on a the path to a better life, or make them live a stronger life. So, what would be your three tips?
1: Three tips, yeah. First tip breathe,
2: nice,
1: take time to pay attention to your breathing. Take time to be conscious of where that breath goes in the body, how it moves in the body. That would be my number one tip.
2: Okay.
1: My second tip, eat your greens. Eat your greens, man. When I don't have my kale, my spinach, (laughs) I become a psycho, (laughs) okay? Greens. Do something to that brain of yours. Yeah, they do. It really does. Like, ah, man, eat the greens, man. If you have to sneak it in a smoothie, an omelet, or a juice Juice. or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say so (laughs) because you just said juice. I saw a couple months back you did a juice cleanse. Juice cleanse.
1: cleanse. How did that go? That was epic. Yeah. It was. Um. It was a seven-day juice cleanse. It was probably not it's not the hardest thing giving birth was the hardest thing (laughs) (laughs) definitely not the hardest (laughs) but it It was was still hard uh it was hard to be in my house cooking food making lunches for my child and not being able to eat although i could have eaten at any time no one was holding me against my will except my own willpower but the fact that you were
0: able to to be able to cook and all that for your kid and Still have that willpower, shows a lot.
1: Mental game is yes. strong. Yeah, very, very strong. <laughs>
0: very
2: strong.
1: Um, so, the first two days were a little difficult. I had some headaches, some weakness. That's the body amazing. was like adjusting, uh, which is normal. I've done detoxes before, mm. different ones. So, I, I i knew what to expect in that essence. By the third day, though, I was like on a cloud. It's so interesting what a juice cleanse does to you because there's like a a sense of lightness that you feel in your body. So it's like almost like you're legit. Like the feeling that I felt is like I'm walking on a cloud. So So you're like really high. You're not as down grounded, which food that, the consistency Consistency of food food. will do that, right? So it's like such a light vibe. You have energy, but at the same time you sort of don't. So you have energy to do your daily tasks. But you want to also minimize those daily yeah. tasks. Like it's not time to go to the gym. No, exactly. Like I didn't do the gym for seven days. I didn't do a yoga practice, like no. a vigorous one. I did yeah. very restorative, very just relaxed. Stuff. Yeah. Nothing that requires energy, things that give me energy. Um, but because I had less energy, I had to calculate and accumulate my energy through, example, breathing. So when I would feel low, I would be like, okay, I have to breathe. Every time I felt hungry, I would just juice up. So yeah. I had a lot of things like beets, kale, yeah, spinach,
2: sure.
1: um, sweet potatoes. Oh, I would make, really? yeah, I would make even like um, my own almond milks. So the nut yeah. milk would at least sort of give me some protein, something a little bit yeah. heavier uh, because I still was teaching full time, right? Yeah, so sure. So you had,
0: to keep, had a business to keep up, right?
1: Yeah. So there was that. Um, it got easy. It was good until the last day. I think the last day because I knew I was gonna. That's eat, what I was just gonna say. The next day, the next
0: day you knew you were breaking your fast, so that maybe.
1: It was like my mind yeah. was like it could not, and that day, that last day, was torture because it was my friend Z's birthday, and we went to La Belle et La Boeuf, Oh shit! And I had my water with lemon, and everybody was eating. Oh my god! And the smells were just ridiculous. I took a sweet potato fry, and I was like. <laughs> 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 drugs i swear to god and then i put it down and then we went to z because he's a musician he has a a pad a music pad we went to his pad there's chips and there's this and that and everything and i'm smelling people i would smell things from so far yeah
0: for sure your senses i'm
1: like oh my god but at that point i'm like get me out of here because i was getting a headache and i was like okay no i really need to leave so i went home i slept and eating the next day I couldn't believe it. Like I had my bowl. Uh, it was a smoothie bowl. So it was straight up cause you have to slowly integrate. Yeah. I remember,
0: food. I remember that the Instagram. Story yeah. Like yeah.
1: You cannot just like go from juice fasting to like have steak and fries. Yeah, like yeah. You don't do that. You have to slowly integrate food back into your diet. So I had a smoothie bowl with just fruits. And as you saw, yeah. like it was very emotional. Like yeah. it was the most, like I think what hit me there is how we take it so much for granted we so take it for granted. We do, we really do. And like not chewing for seven days really puts stuff in perspective for you. Yeah. And you're like, holy moly, it's like I'm so lucky that I can chew. Yeah. Like you think yeah. that you don't think about, you think about, yeah. you know? So uh, eating your greens, second tip. There we go. Very, very important. Uh, because I feel like when your nutrition game is strong, your body's strong and your mind's strong 100%. it's just like it's it's
2: a thing it's it's two two
0: and a half years i'm plant-based um, two and a half
1: years yeah, good yeah, for Vanessa, you
0: but yeah, that's my wife yeah her plant-based and honestly uh the nutrition plays so much a role in like even for me like i used to weigh like 300 something pounds to where i'm at now like it's just because of okay i did start working out and all that but my nutrition in check and eating my greens and you know like it really helps out and it, it not only does it help out it physically but also mentally I find yeah man it clears oh, up your totally mind. totally when your nutrition's clean and everything your your mind is
1: when broken. I'm junk because like I love chocolate chip cookies yeah. like I love Who chocolate like Who, I love yeah. sugar it's it's almost really bad. Mm. <laughs> but when I go through those stages where I'm maybe eating too much of those things. I go into a more lethargic and sort of dark place. It's like my dark passenger kicks in a little bit, and I, yeah, it's like yeah, the (laughs) cayenne pepper, man. It's like it's there. It's like it's unhappy, but the greens really cools everything down. It just, ugh. So you know, taking time to really feed your body the greens and also anything that is healthy, of course, you know. Um, But
0: most of all, the greens because. You could eat healthy and you could still not be getting enough.
1: That's greens. it. The green, I don't know, man. It's the, it's the greens. And the greens with the heart chakra. The heart chakra is the, the fourth chakra in the body, the energy center in the body, and it's green. That's the oh, color. Okay. So it's like, connect to your heart, people. Eat your greens.
2: There you go. There you go. <laughs>
1: um, and my third tip would be attitude of gratitude.
2: Attitude?
1: Of gratitude. Of gratitude. Yeah. And not just be like grateful for like, you know, that's like a, a typical thing like, oh, I'm grateful for my life and yeah. I'm grateful for my house and I'm Okay. Gra- but did you say you're grateful for that hardship that happened in 2015, 2016? Yeah. Because without that hardship, that, that pain that you went through, that challenge, well, you wouldn't be the person that you are today yeah. and that growth, yeah. you know, are you grateful that you don't know everything? Yeah. Because then it gives you room to want to wanna learn other memory, things and improve, yeah. you know, uh, are you grateful for your weaknesses? Because it teaches you that, oh, there's room for improvement, yeah, you know? Course. So it's like, I, I think that being grateful for the setbacks.
0: Are just as good as being grateful for a good thing.
1: Yes, are so, so important. That's when I feel like we can really um, find a life rich in fulfillment, is being grateful for also the... I don't,
0: I don't know if you ever saw, on, I've been seeing them on, on Instagram a lot, <clears throat> uh, morning gratitudes. No. Yeah, very interesting. So, what people start doing, and there's a whole Instagram page about it. Uh, I think it's Morning Gratitude. It's called uh,
1: Morning Gratitude. I'm going to remember
0: yeah, that. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, I'll link the Instagram. But what they do is every morning, you write 10 things you're grateful for. But the first 10 things that come to your mind. Mm. So, it, it's basically like you're saying, it's not always happy things. No. It's just whatever that morning. I, I I didn't sleep well, but I'm grateful for it because I'm up early and blah blah. blah. Yeah. I'm grateful. So you just list ten things and you do that every morning, and apparently it just makes you look at life completely different. So and
2: different.
0: That you mentioned that uh, the, the, the gratitude it's, it, it just clicked in my mind. It's really uh, you should check it out.
2: I'm definitely
1: gonna yeah. check it out. That's yeah, I'll send you like the that's super dope. That's super dope. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. So, uh, before we wrap it up, any uh, social media. Uh, if uh, for yourself for a boho retreat uh, yeah. that we could share
1: yeah definitely you can check out uh, my personal Instagram page which is I am so it's at I am Vanessa Vieira all uh, Vieira V-I-E-I-R-A R-A. there's yeah. that silent I after the <laughs> E people <laughs> <laughs> and then for boha retreat it would be at Boha B O H A Retreat altogether. Nice. And you can also check out uh, a little bit more about us on our website, www.boharetreat.com.
0: Okay, dot com. Yeah. People, dot com.
1: Dot com, people.
0: <laughs> no, we people. I say dot com, people gonna do dot C A. Come on, guys. <laughs> I
1: know
0: we're in Canada now. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Vanessa, it was awesome having you on the show. I hope uh, everyone that paid a, that paid attention, that listened to the show, learned a lot on how uh, yoga and clean eating and uh, challenging yourself and doing stuff that you want to do, not that you're told to do, really helps in changing your life mm-hmm. and growing you to a better person. Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so so much for Any having time. me and. I hope I didn't talk your ears off, people. And (laughs) you can hit me up anytime if you have further questions, if you might, my honor to help. Awesome. And uh, thank you so much again for inviting me. It was a true privilege. And peace. Peace. Namaste.
0: Namaste. And keep living strong. If you guys like this episode of the Living Strong podcast, don't forget to like, comment, and share wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. It will help us out so much. Thank you and keep living strong. Thank you for listening and being part of the Living Strong podcast. Till next time, keep living strong.